0: Thank you for tuning in. It is much appreciated. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to discuss Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry. We're also going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. And we talk Tim Tebow, who's expected to be signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. I've got the ESPN app on my phone, and it makes the
1: ESPN, you know, sound, right? I looked at it, looked at the headlines, Tim Tebow signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I looked at it. I said, this is some clown BS, and then I just moved on from there. I was mm. just like, this is going to be a, a practice squad move. Uh-huh. He's going to be there as a body to help set the stage, set the culture, allow you know the players and the organization to understand, hey, this is how Urban Bayer wants things done. I understand this guy. We have a great relationship. You know, build a culture and be out. The guy hasn't caught. We don't know if he can catch. We don't know if he can run routes. We don't know any of these things, right? We don't know if he can block, right? We don't know if he can pick up blitzes. These are all things that tight ends need to know how to do. Tim Tebow is only 6'2", 240, 230 pounds. You understand what I'm saying? So even if he bulks up to 240, 250, he's still going to be a very tiny tight end in the NFL. Is he going to be able to block or double team and block Aaron Donald? No. So, 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 so what are we talking about here?
0: (laughs) You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new channel sports podcast. My name is O Any. I am going to be one of your hosts on this show if this is the first time you listen to this podcast please subscribe to the podcast we're on any major podcast platform available you can also subscribe on our website that's newchannelsports.net new channel spelled n-u channel sports give us a follow on instagram give us a follow on twitter subscribe to our youtube as well check us out on afro vibes tv also you can see our wonderful faces there Download that Roku app so you can check us out. We have some good sports takes on Afro Vibes TV as well. But like I said, my name is ONY, the one and only. I am one of your hosts. I am joined by Big Low. How are you doing, sir? It's a Big Low coming down. And
1: next time I'm back in Houston man I'm doing awesome I'm doing great man It's, uh, it's uh, great to be back home
0: Yes sir yes sir it's good to see you back In Houston oh, absolutely. I don't know where you were at before But I'm glad you're back here in Houston <laughs> This is where you belong sir This is where you need to be Big low coming down to H down That's what I want to hear <laughs> All the time, every
1: single time. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't know why you hating on Dallas, man. That's where I was. Is that where you were? That's where in I was. Dallas. That's where I was. Uh, Y'all don't know. Those are in Texas. We have a Houston versus Dallas rivalry. So he refuses to mention the Dallas uh, Dallas by name. So that's where I was. Did was you, I, I didn't, didn't
0: even know, know. that's where you were uh, at, bro. Of course. I thought you were like Some <laughs> kind of Waste management Area or stuff I didn't know That was big. Dallas man I, didn't, I, I didn't know here, here we go I'm not gonna
1: we're, As Dallas sites We're not gonna Entertain this uh, This Houston This Houston hate We're not gonna Entertain I'm it I'm not today.
0: even hating bro yeah, I didn't even know Where you were so Let's
1: go ahead And progress with you the show You
0: then told me You were in Los Angeles, I didn't know where you are at, bro. I did not know where you are at, man. I'm not trying to hate on Dallas, man. Come on, man. Don't you, even you're do that. you so full of something right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the phenomenal one, Chris, is not available today. He's a very, very hardworking man. But don't fear. He'll be back one day eventually He'll be back he's not all the podcast or anything like that He'll be back he's just hard at work So we're going to run this two man team right. today me and Big Lowe's like Stockton and Malone like Jordan And Pippen that's right you know we're going to do that Two man team today so y'all get Ready So I'll be really really good Alright let's do it we have a good show in store for y'all Let's get some headlines right now Headlines It's time for It's time for Headlines. All right, so Russell Westbrook breaks Oscar Robertson's all-time NBA record for the most career triple-doubles in the fourth quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. Russell Westbrook recorded his 10th rebound of the night. In the end, he finished the 125-124 loss to the Hawks with a team high 28 points, 21 assists, and 13 rebounds that gave him his 182 Career triple double passing out Oscar Robertson's NBA record of 181. That's one of those records when you looked at it initially, thought, man, that's gonna be hard for anybody to break. But Russell Westbrook has been a man on a mission, and now he's not just Russell Westbrook. He's indeed Mr. Triple Double.
1: I like that. I like that, Mr. Triple Double. I- I'm I'm proud of him, man. It- it's uh the guy puts in work every single game, every single day. He comes in, he just lays it out. Uh, on the court so it's a it's a very exciting thing and that, that's a record that probably will never be broken you know but never he's got never. I mean he's got plenty left and there's plenty more triple doubles to come right you know, and it didn't take him very long to overtake that especially what he's been doing
0: over the last few years so right. uh, it's they gonna come and they won't come in in bundles right so congratulations to Russell Westbrook he is now leads the NBA with the most triple doubles we will talk about him more later on in the show all right, Billy Saunders suffered his first loss of his career on Saturday night. A brutal eye injury led to a corner stoppage before the ninth round of his super middleweight title unification bout with Canelo Alvarez. Um, Saunders had some success in the middle portion of the fight, but Canelo just stopped that in the eighth round with a vicious, devastating uppercut. That uppercut led to immediate swelling in Saunders' eye. He's said to undergo surgery for that, for a fracture, but Saunders, he has this, you know, kind of moving, slick kind of style that I thought might give Canelo a little bit of problems. But at the end of the whole fight, Canelo came through. He was just the more technical fighter, and he was very precise. with the, It was a brutal uppercut. I mean, goodness gracious. I'd be, I would hate to get caught one of those, but it was Canelo's night. He kept all three titles. Oh, that's, that's that's an awesome thing for him. He's a, the, guy, the guy's a great fighter, very, very, very savvy. Uh, so, congratulations to him, and uh a very unfortunate incident for his opponent. Well, that's a, the that's a life of a boxer. That's man. right. You never know what's going to happen. All right, Jalen Brown is out for the season with a torn ligament in his left wrist. He was by far having his best season, averaging career-high 24.7 points on 48.4 shooting. What does this do for the chances of the Boston Celtics moving forward? Now, most of the pressure is gonna be strictly on Jason Tatum. So we will see what happens with that Boston Celtic team. They look like a team that could quite possibly be dangerous going to the playoffs, but now though, for me personally, I don't see them having any chance of going to the finals. Alright, so rapper J. Cole is set to play for Rwandan Club in Basketball African League. J. Cole will be making his debut during a match between Rwanda Patriot BBC and Nigeria Rivers Hoopers, which will be take place on May 16th. J. Cole, I saw some footage of him playing some basketball. He looks like he has a little bit of game. I'm kind of excited about this, man. He's going over there to start um, playing basketball in the new league over there in Africa. I, I kind of want to see this, bro. Why isn't he playing with the uh, Nigeria?
1: I don't know I don't know Let's not be picky Let's not be picky man I think that's cool I I think that's cool Uh, You know Basketball is becoming uh, You know Something of a pretty big deal In Africa So That's pretty cool man Get a a worldwide You know Artist like that You
0: know To You know Bring more attention to the game I, I think that's awesome It would be great for him to play In the first half then perform during halftime and then continue the rest of the, the second half of the game. That would be dope. That, that if he be would do dope. something like that. That, 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 that would be that dope. Be dope. <laughs> That's awesome. Alright, so Michael Jordan will induct Kobe Bryant into the Namath Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. I'm very interested in seeing this. We did talk about this in a previous episode before as well, when it was announced that Michael Jordan will be inducting him into the Hall of Fame. But I can't wait to see that. Michael Jordan, a legend. Kobe Bryant, a legend. Long live the Black Mamba. I cannot wait to see Michael Jordan induct him into the Hall of Fame. He had a pretty good emotional speech during his uh, memorial. I can't wait to see that. He has a very good story he put out about his last text message that he, he got from Kobe and to show Kobe's competitive nature in that text message. All right, so the NFL schedule is not out yet. It's going to be out tonight. We're recording during the time we're going to release the whole schedule. But week one of the NFL schedule is out. A couple of interesting games on, on tap there, Lowe. Which which game interests you the most in week one? Man, you already know. First game of the season, Thursday the Texas night. The the Jaguars. God,
1: get out of here. That's, <laughs> it's, not even on my, it's not even on my radar. <laughs> Not even on Let my radar. Guess. Let me guess. They're Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys boys. at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why can they you do that? Can why you believe that? You know why? Why? You know why? You have to make money on the first game of the season. Right. Right. Anytime the Cowboys oh, play, it's a money grab. And then guess you. what? you got Tom, you got Tom Brady and the returning champions of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I see. That's gonna be a great draw. Yeah. That'll be an interesting game, interesting matchup. You know, let's see if there's any uh, Super Bowl hangover, which I highly doubt is going to happen because <laughs> Tom Brady ain't going to allow it to happen. Um,
0: but that, that'll that be great. That'll be yeah. a great
1: ratings draw right there.
0: I get it. I get it. Now that the Dallas Cowboys probably have their best, you know, opportunity of being Super Bowl contenders in the first game of the season. Once the middle of the season goes around and we we know they have no chance of going (laughs) to Super Bowl again, then you know that that will happen. So I understand. I get it. Here's an interesting thing, though. Tom Brady's undefeated against the Cowboys. So let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see if that's a a trend that continues. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure I have to look that up one day. I want to see Tom Brady's record against every team in the NFL. I think I got to look it up one day. Yeah, I think he's yeah, he's beating every team in that. No, I think he's beaten every team. here. I just want to see the record, right. what his record is against every team. I want to see This all winning records. That would be highly entertaining. I didn't know he was undefeated against the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean they've only played what five times. Right. But I mean, look at his, you know, him and his division. Yeah, you know, he's
1: probably undefeated against, you know, the Jets or yeah, probably you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. but
0: you know, in that division. Oh yeah, they've they've snuck in they, the game. They've snuck in some games. So That's true. Might be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Every time I think about what you said about Dallas Cowboys, I think I look at. I think of Russell Westbrook. You know, he does that little baby, rock baby thing. That's oh. what I think Tom Brady does every time he sees the Cowboys. Like, <laughs> y'all are my sons, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible, man. All right, so a couple of games we want to interest in me. The Cleveland Browns going to the Kansas City Chiefs. That should be pretty interesting. Let's see if the Cleveland Browns can continue the momentum of last year going to the playoffs and success mm-hmm. against the Kansas City Chiefs another game that interests me the Green Bay Packers against New Orleans Saints will Aaron Rodgers be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and is Jameis Winston ready mm-hmm. to take the reins from Drew Brees mm-hmm. so that should be very very interesting another thing that's happening week 1 of the NFL schedule there will not be a double header Monday night for the first time since 2006 so, we're going to get one game. I believe that game was, let um, I me mean, see, I think it's the Ravens up against the Las um, Vegas Raiders. Okay. So, there won't be a doubleheader for the first time since 2006. Interesting. Unfortunately. Interesting. Well, that was Headlines. Let's move on into the main topic of our podcast, our episode, episode 113. Tim Tebow is going to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars, or is expected to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars, not as a quarterback, but as a tight end. Tim Tebow hasn't played a regular season game since 2012, where he was still playing quarterback. In that season, he played for the Jets. He threw eight passes and ran for 102 yards. He spent time in training camp with the Patriots and Eagles, but never played another regular season game. Tim Tebow, now 33, is attempting to start a new position and trying to evolve as a tight end. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this. Tim Tebow gaining an opportunity after not being in the league for so long to play football. And I actually posted something on Instagram, on a new channel sports Instagram, to see if it was fair or file what is happening as far as him being, Given the opportunity to play football again. And we're still in the middle of it. We're still in the middle of the poll. But I want to let you know what the poll is right now as far as it being fair or foul. So 43% say it's fair, 57% say it's foul. So that basically means that most people do not think that it is fair for Tim Tebow to begin another opportunity to play in the league. Well, Lo, what, what do you think about this? What, what, what's
1: your opinions on this? I, I disagree with that. I like to know why people think it's unfair. Well,
0: I can give you some quotes. <laughs>
1: All right, well, well, I, I'll, let you, I'll let you get to that. I'll let you get to that. Um, uh, there's a there's uh, a car, or a senator actually, you know, that was broached by this topic because people were saying it's unfair that, you know, he gets a chance, he gets signed, but Colin Kaepernick is still unsigned. Mm. And he says that, well, he, he's not going to diminish someone's success because of these situations, right? So why why poo-poo on Tim Tebow because of, you know, Colin Kaepernick's situation? You know, it's two completely different situations. You have suspended players, players that have, you know, gotten into trouble, you know, with the law and things like that that have had multiple chances. You have players that have had, you know, substance abuse, abuse issues that still, I mean, look at Josh Gordon, right? Um, he's had multiple, multiple you know, instances. If Tebow was able to try out and he's maintained his, his fitness level and he's in football shape or whatnot, he's able to get signed. Hey, more power to him. Because for me, any athlete that is at 33, which is ancient, you know, that's that's old in the NFL, you know, that has a chance to still make a team. Hey, more power to you. So I don't see any issues with it. Now, it's it's uh, for me. I mean, how many times we're going to see Tim Tebow try out another sport? You know, I mean, Soccer, basketball. I mean, what else? Did he play Rugby. No, he didn't play soccer. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, he's tried baseball. He's done all these different things, man. But he's he's looking he's looking to have some staying power somewhere. So let's let's see if tight end is gonna is gonna work. He should have tried out for running back or something. I don't know.
0: What? <laughs> I, I think that we we'll see. Yeah, I think he's going to be more so. He's going to be what Taysom Hill is in New Orleans. I got you. I got That's you. where I look at him. Being, yeah, which which know? is appropriate. Yeah, right. Multi
1: dimensional type of player like that. Right. So okay. That makes sense. Hmm. It's interesting. Jacksonville's is not that great of a team, so why not? So, not.
0: That, why not? And that I totally knew you. Uh, now got to call you Chris. My bad, bro. <laughs> low, I totally I look, knew I look you. Nothing low. like Chris. <laughs> this is Big Low here. I'm sorry, bro, Big Low. <laughs> I will never make that mistake again. But look, when you look at what's happening, right? A, a name that's being brought up a lot is Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So people are saying, "Wait a minute, Tim Tebow can get opportunity to play." in the league again, but Colin Kaepernick can't. Mm-hmm. So what this pretty much tells you, and basically what this whole situation is, is that sometimes when you move on in an organization or in a job or in a career, it's not necessarily about the skills that you have. Mm-hmm. It's about who you know. Right. And because he knows Urban Meyer, and because he's such a legend in Florida, mm-hmm. He's given this opportunity to play football again. Right Now, I don't think – look, I know I'm going to kind of be going both ways. Mm -hmm. On one end of the spectrum, I think it is fair because we all know somebody who was given an opportunity to do something but wasn't quite qualified to do that because they knew somebody, because someone – Just happened to say, Hey, man, I got this offer out here. If you want to try it out, I'll give you the opportunity to do it. And they were able to, um, advance their opportunity. Yeah. So on that side of the spectrum, I think, I think it's fair. And the other side of the spectrum, I think it's foul because we talk about people like Colin Kaepernick who was, they were not given the opportunity to get back into the league because of. Because of what he did, because he knelt. So he was pretty much blackballed out of the NFL. And he was not given the opportunity to get back in. But, you know, there's a lot that goes to that Colin Kaepernick situation. We don't want to, I don't want to dive too much into that. But speaking on Tim Tebow, I think in a nutshell, I think it's, it's fair because it's about who he knew. He knew Urban, Urban Meyer and he was given the opportunity to get back into the league. So I don't think it's that big of a deal but when you compare it to what Colin Kaepernick is going through right now but like I said there's a lot that goes into what Colin Kaepernick was going through I think he was given a couple opportunities maybe to get back into the league but maybe the timing just wasn't right for him to get back in so if you're talking about that comparison between Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick there's a lot that goes into that I agree my thing was if we want to
1: compare Colin Kaepernick and other quarterbacks that have had opportunities I think that's a that's a much fair argument Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there, there's, when it, when it comes to backup quarterbacks and things like that in competitions, I mean, and the NFL has been signing, I mean, last year with the pandemic and all the injuries that are going, that were going on, the NFL was signing players that were, the the football team signed a guy that was, uh, I think was working for an, uh, working for an insurance agency or something like that, you know? So they're signing guys off the street. Colin Kaepernick is still sitting there. So if we want to talk about that aspect, fine. But if we want to talk about Tim Tebow making a position switch, not even playing quarterback, the guy's playing tight end, Right. So I think that's that's a different you know that's a different whole different situation. He's coming in, the guy is not known for being a, an avid thrower and accurate thrower of, of the football. He just did not play the position very well. The guy's a tremendous athlete. Let's try him in a position that better utilizes his skills. So yeah, I don't think there's a comparison there. Okay, let's talk about it. we can easily ask the same question, okay? Is it fair that Colin Kaepernick doesn't get signed, but the Dallas Cowboys signed Alden Smith. That's another situation right there. Right. Alden hadn't played in five years. Yeah, I think by that time, yeah, it's been about the same time or eight years or whatnot for uh, Colin. I forget how long it's been for Colin. So, so we can make those kind of comparisons, but yeah, it's a completely different situation. I, I, I think. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's really related.
0: Yeah. So let me let me tell you what Des Bryant tweeted out mm. about the situation. So Tebow hasn't played an NFL game in damn near a decade, and it's that simple. No hate, but you got to be kidding me. There was a lot more said as far as what Des Bryant had to say. And he, mm-hmm. he kind of broke it down a little bit more. That's what he said initially. And so after people started responding to that, he posted something else. And this is what he had to say. Regarding my last post, I knew it would cause controversy. And that was just to get your attention. This is not a slight at Tebow. I'm happy for Tebow and want to see everyone succeed. I'm saying to wake up and see what goes on and take care of yours. Pay attention to what goes on around us and look deeper between the lines. This is why I preach unity in black society and taking care of us, lifting each other. It's more than getting together and running routes and casually linking up. It's about truly connecting to build a, to build and create controlling what we can control and building our community. Look, as far as what Des Bryant had to say, I could not agree with him more. All right. Because what this was, was a, was Tim Tebow taking advantage of the opportunity because he knew Urban Meyer. Now, I don't know how hard it would have been for Colin Kaepernick to get back into the, to the league. But there were some African-Americans, some blacks in certain positions that could have helped Colin Kaepernick get back into the league. Now, like I said, that situation with Colin Kaepernick was a very different situation. And so even if there was someone in power that had the opportunity to give Colin Kaepernick the opportunity to get back in, it might not have been as easy as just saying, hey, come on, I'm going to put you back into the NFL because it was just it was just a different situation. Right. But I totally agree with Des Bryant had to say, because one, this is not necessarily to me about Tim Tebow right? I know Tim Tebow is a very polarizing figure and whenever something yeah. happens with Tim yeah. Tebow, people are going to say something, right? Yeah. But this, this is just about him taking advantage of the opportunity because Urban Meyer was there. If Urban Meyer is not involved in this, he's not playing in the NFL, no, absolutely, point nah. blank, period. No. And what Des Bryant is saying is that sometimes we need to as community, black folks, mm-hmm. help each other out as well. You see what's happening there, we got to do the same thing. I, I agree with you. And once again, we're talking about who he knows,
1: Urban Meyer, the state of Florida. And it's not like he went to the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins would not have picked Tim Tebow up. I can probably almost guarantee you that. They wouldn't have picked him up. He went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're talking about an organization that uh, devoid of, of – of, th- there's no national appeal. They don't make a lot of money as a franchise. There's, there's not a lot going on in Jacksonville. So you, you're going to go to the lowest of the low – no offense, you're going to go to the lowest of the low when you're talking about the totem pole of, of organizations in the NFL. And yeah, you made it. Would he make it with the New York Giants? Would he have made it with the Cleveland Browns? How about the Cincinnati Bengals? I think the Cincinnati Bengals right now have a little bit more steam than the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's why that happened. In terms of what Des Bryant had to say, I'm in agreement with what he says. My thing is, though, with Colin Kaepernick, he has not spoken very much since everything has happened. I think if he really wanted to try out, because the is gonna reach out to teams and like that and at least have tryouts, right? He had an opportunity, what, two years ago, you know, with the NFL, and that that whole situation was just botched. Yeah, um, He didn't want to do it their way, and, you know, for him, they were just making it a, you know, a, a media circus or whatnot. He didn't want to do that. From what I understand, he's still, you know, practicing throwing things like that. But I don't know that, we don't know how much effort is being made on from his side, to reach out to teams for tryouts, at least for a tryout, right? Um, we just don't know what's going on with that situation. So at this point, as far as I'm concerned, he may not want to play anymore. We just don't know. We're not hearing from him. Now, I haven't been to his, you know, social media pages to really see, you know, how, what, the, what the active efforts are looking like. If you go to Des Bryant's page, he's still running routes, practicing, getting better, things like that. He's still, you know, doing things that shows, hey, I, I'm, at some point, you know, I still want to play. He hasn't retired yet. We just don't know what's going on with, with, with Colin Kaepernick. And then plus they reached that settlement. What was it like, like $50 million or something like I that? I don't remember the number. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the number, but they reached the settlement. We just don't know the details of what's going on with that. So just a lot of speculation. Um, I'd, I'd rather he said, he spoke out more or, or said something. I mean, I understand allowing your actions to kind of speak for itself. But we just, there's not a lot of information coming from his side mm. for us to really understand what's really
0: going on. So we're just left to speculate right now. It's a different situation. Both quarterbacks are similar because of how polarizing they are, mm. but it's just a different situation as far as being able to get back into the league. You know, yeah. it's just different. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what Mike Golick had to tweet about the whole situation. I honestly don't understand the Tim Tebow move at all. Eight years out of football, never played a position. Can he block? Can he catch? Is this the way Urban is running the show? Let's not forget Urban's ridiculous hire, of former Iowa strength coach, which lasted about a day. So this doesn't involved well in the eyes of many people in Urban Meyer, the coach as well. You start here with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're trying to build a culture here and you're trying to get players to respect you. Some people are saying, hey man, this is not the way to get the players respect. You're over here hiring somebody that you know personally that you like that's your boy and you're given a position to compete as a tight end when someone else can be taking that position to try to compete because you think that he's good for the locker room mm-hmm. so this might be rubbing a lot of people the wrong way as far as urban meyer the coach i i heard that you know this is what i heard that the whole um organization is split about this in general about tim tebow playing for the jacksonville jaguars so that's mm. interesting too as well once again that this is this is jacksonville for you <laughs> This is Jack. This is a team. you go going to blame it just on Jacksonville. This, 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 this is Jacksonville.
1: This is Jacksonville. What do you expect, right? What do you expect from bad, bad organizations? What do you expect, right? If I'm the owner, I'm like, there, there's there's players <laughs> that actually play the position that we know can catch, we know can block, that know the office of system or know the ins and outs of the NFL and are current that can occupy whether it's a practice squad position or whatever it is. Clearly, this is a practice squad, body move, or whatever, and just to kind of see what he's going to do. Great leader, okay, whatever, okay? I understand that. But, and what I'm about to say has nothing to do with Tim Tubo as a man or him as a player or anything like that. But when, when you're just talking about well-thought-out, executed moves, Urban Meyer is making bum moves, okay? You started out with the strength and conditioning coach. With all the controversy. If you're going to do this and continue, you know, adding controversy, why not just go ahead and try out Colin Kaepernick while we're at it? Since you're in a media fire, let's go ahead and try out Colin Kaepernick. Go ahead and bring all the attention to you anyway. Matter of fact, while you're doing that, it's probably going to put more seats in your stands anyway, and then go ahead and bring up your TV ratings. Let's go ahead and do that. If you want to do it, if you want to, if you want to continue making this, And once again, this is no slight to these two players and Colin Kaepernick and and Tim Tebow. But if you want to continue making this a media circus, go ahead and go all in and bring all the attention to you. You might as well go ahead and benefit while you're at it. Why stop there? Why stop at Tim Tebow?
0: Hey, man, I I can't disagree with you at all on this one, though. I know sometimes we disagree about things, but this is something I can't disagree with you with. This reminds me of what Deion Sanders was saying about HB CU. No players were drafted yeah, from a HCCU great. school, yeah, at all, yeah, during the entire draft, and that's something that kind of rubbed Deion Sanders the wrong way. But I mean, look, man, that that's something I like to talk about. That that's it, it, there's that's interesting. Um, it's something I like to talk about. Uh, but I mean, we can. I mean, it's it's a lot that goes into this whole thing. The, the Race is definitely involved in this. Yeah, right. We're both. You know, African-American men. Right. So we we see the, the race side of it. Right. right. That's how we talked about what Des Bryant had to say about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. This is this is more to me about us doing what we need to do for us. Yeah. Just like Des Bryant said, because I don't want to hate on Tim Tebow for getting opportunity because we all know people that have gotten opportunities and were not 100% qualified Mm -hmm. for the opportunity they got. Absolutely. All right? So I cannot hate on Tim Tebow because he got another opportunity to play in the league. I'm not hating on you, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm really not. That's Mm -hmm. why I said it's fair. He knows Urban Meyer. He knows where he's getting himself into there in Jacksonville. He's a legend there in Florida. Mm -hmm. All right? And sometimes when you're a legend somewhere, you get more opportunities than other people. Point blank, period. So I'm not talking about that that end of the spectrum. The end of the spectrum I'm talking about where where it's kind of foul is because we feel like there are – African American ballers that don't get the same kind of opportunities. And that starts with us as African Americans. We got to give those opportunities out. But it's 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 hard. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just I, I'm 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 I have to completely disagree with that. Mm, between There we go. Uh, Here we t- go.
1: between Alden Smith, Pac-Man Jones, that's true. Uh, that's there, true. There's so so many. I I, I that's not accurate. <laughs> I think at this point when you talk about not having opportunities, let's not even talk about let's not even talk about all the no. I, I think there have been plenty of opportunities given, and black men get more and more and more chances. They get a lot of chances. So let's not even do that. We're not
0: we're,
1: going to dive too much no, into right yeah, that. So we, so we, I, can, we can agree, disagree on that. Right. So right. I'm just – Colin Kaepernick. We, we, I'm just talking about Colin Kaepernick specifically. I just named you three players that – they have a checkered, checkered history that's when we talking that's about true. law that's and true. things that's like true. that. That's so true. Colin Kaepernick, when we talk about him standing up for you know injustice and things like that, and that being unfair and that kind of thing, I think he he's he's a, he's alone in that. Mm. But when it comes to black people not
0: getting the opportunities in the NFL, let, second let, chances, let, let's third dive chances, into, and things like that, let's dive into for a second. Let's dive okay. into Ray Rice's situation, okay? Because he didn't get an opportunity at all. That that's yes a, that's, that's a, okay. Well, I'm not I'm not saying he should have. But he, that, he, I'm just saying,
1: bruh, he didn't get, a, he did get opportunity when like he was done. When 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 you have a situation mm-hmm. that as that that was pretty grotesque. He, no 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 doubt no doubt. Right. So when you have that visual of that situation, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he's done
0: everything he can. But, the, bruh, you did it, and you're just gonna have to eat your. Soup okay, with that's that. Cool, that's cool. That's cool. I said we will just touch on it for a little. Okay. Because because it was the situation was so grotesque. Exactly. And it was put on camera to where you kind of felt, oh, yeah, this you're not getting the opportunity in the NFL. You're just not going to have uh, So I will agree with you. I just think that the picture that everybody's seeing, they're solely seeing Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. in situation. Because Michael Vick, he went to jail for um, the dogfighting scandal, and he got several opportunities afterwards as well. He did. All right? So I just think that when people see Tim Tebow gains the opportunity, they automatically, their focus – Clicks. Oh, Colin Kaepernick, well, he gets the opportunity. How can Colin Kaepernick get an opportunity? Mm. Let me give you one more little quote. Not necessarily a quote, but let me say what Shannon Sharp had to say about the situation. Tim Tebow's NFL return is because, is because of privilege. Benefits of being straight, white, evangelical male. So pretty strong words there from Shannon Sharp. He always has pretty strong opinions about things I, I just can i if i'm being very very honest what, hey man what, come what, on bro you on the new channel sports podcast all you gotta do is be honest i think i think <laughs> <laughs> this seem to look low gauge to me right now bro <laughs> i
1: think uh if if the phenomenal one was here
0: oh you gonna speak for chris i,
1: I think this is what he would say all why right. are we spending so much energy <laughs> on this topic because it's a
0: hot topic, Lo. I,
1: I understand that. It is. I understand that. But when I saw the, the, I've got the ESPN app on my phone and it makes the ESPN, you know, sound, right? I looked at it, looked at the headlines Team Tebow signs with the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. I looked at it. I said, this is some clown BS. And then I just moved on from there. I was mm. just like, this is going to be a, a practice squad move, uh-huh. he's going to be there as a body to help set the stage, set the culture, allow, you know, the players and organization to understand, hey, this is how Urban Buyer wants things done. I understand this guy. We have a great relationship. You know, build a culture and be out. The guy hasn't caught. We don't know if he can catch. We don't know if he can run routes. We don't know any of these things. Right. We don't know if he can block. Right. We don't know if he can pick up blitzes. These are all things that tight ends need to know how to do. Tim Tebow is only 6'2", 240, 230 pounds. You understand what I'm saying? So even if he bulks up to 240, 250, he's still going to be a very tiny tight end in the NFL. Is he going to be able to block or double team and block Aaron Donald? No.
0: So, 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 so what are we talking about here? <laughs> we're talking about it because it's Tim Tebow. Just, just like you're questioning why we're talking about it, on the other end of the spectrum, you don't think that people are going to be buying tickets because Tim Tebow is playing on their football team? We just talked about him being a legend in Florida. This is part of the reason why Urban Meyer is doing this. He's like, you know what? This is my first year here. I want to create a buzz. Tim Tebow, come over here. We're going to make you a tight end. We're going to sell some seats here in Jacksonville. That's why he's doing it. He is, he is a polarizing figure. He just is. This is what happens with polarizing figures. You don't think... Who else can I think of that's that's polarizing? That that's the kind of say, uh, uh, Johnny Manziel is kind of the same same way, and in, 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 kind of not as much as Tim Tebow. He's he's way below there. But if Johnny Manziel goes to Texas A&M, he is a legend there, right? If they hire him to be a coach there, they're going to sell some tickets just because they hired him to be a coach there. Okay, and that's what's happening here with Tim Tebow. This is only happening once again because it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, all right? Because it
1: wouldn't make a, a hot dog difference. Uh, if it was with the Dallas Cowboys, if it was the San Francisco 49ers, he'd just be another body, another person. Oh, Tim Tebow was here. What the heck is he doing here? Because it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and once again, they need to sell tickets, they need more fans in the
0: stands, and they need hi- a higher TV ratings, they made that move. That's it. I agree. I could tell by the look on your face you're you're done with this subject. So let's just let's just move on from Tim Tebow. Okay, I don't want to <laughs> upset you more than I have, um, low because you're starting to get hot over there. Let's move on. Let's talk some NBA basketball, shall we? We talked about Russell Westbrook earlier mm. in the show. He becomes the all-time triple-double um leader with 182 triple doubles, and now we're going to compare him to someone else, another point guard that's tearing up in the league, Steph Curry. Steph, Curlier, or Steph, Currier. Steph Curry earlier this year became Golden State Warriors' all-time record point scorer. Steph Curry set the NBA record in April for three-pointers in the calendar month with 85 threes. Steph Curry became the first player in NBA history age 33 or older to score 30 points or more in 11 straight games. So both of these men, both of these point guards are lining up for their respective teams, the Washington Wizards and the Golden State Warriors. I have a couple of questions that we're going to answer here today, though. The first question is this. Who's having the better season? Is it Mr. Triple Double or is it Chef Curry?
1: Individually or should we add the team component to it?
0: However you envision it, low. What I mean, because I both both teams are on the edge of the playoffs, right? Right. I think that the Washington Wizards are a 10th seat right now, and the Golden State Warriors are a C. 8th So both teams would be in the play-in play tournament. Right. Both teams, as far as the players are concerned, both players are the, are the players that are kind of leading their teams into the playoffs. I do know that Russell Westbrook does have Bradley Bill there as well, who is right behind Steph Curry as far as point score. But who's having the better career, Lowe? It, this, who first comes to mind whose face do you see first when i ask that question who's having not the better career the better season so far i would say that this, this is more or less
1: just what what i'm about to say is uh i mean it goes to say for both of them steph is doing what he does and russell westbrook is doing what he does he's mr triple double so you know every night he goes in, he's gonna get triple double he's gonna play his heart out the thing is this with steph curry this dude's he's a he's a laser beam you know with buckets you know, Osbuck is going in from anywhere, everywhere, and he could single-handedly dismantle your team just because he could just shoot from anywhere, you know? Whereas it's, it's not necessarily the same for Russ. When it comes to both of these players, Steph is more likely going to help you win games, especially at the end if it's close, because he's just going to shoot that ball from anywhere, right? So... Who's having a better season? It's 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 hey, tough for me. It's you tough haven't me.
0: asked the question. I know, yeah, I know. I'm <laughs>
1: dancing around. I'm trying
0: to. I'm trying to buy myself some time you so know, I can let figure me, out. Maybe give me some time. Sure, sure. I'll go give ahead. you some time. I'll let you. I will tell you who's having a better season. Sure, okay? go ahead, go ahead. Who's having a better season right now? And it is a tough. It is tough. it's, it's I'll, tough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, though. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in life, man, you just gotta give me an answer. I'm gonna give you the answer. Now, this is not a, a knock on a person. Now, I'm not saying he's having a better season, but I think it's Steph Curry. Uh I think Steph Curry's having a better season. I think that, look, man, what Russell Westbrook is doing with all these triple doubles, it is amazing. And he's been doing it for some years now as far as averaging all these triple doubles. And we just talked about the record about Oscar Robertson that Mm -hmm. we thought it would be a record that would never be beaten. But Steph Curry's shooting has been unbelievable. And he's been breaking some records as well. And I look at where the Golden State Warriors are as far as playoff runs, and they're the number eight seed. So they have a little bit of a better opportunity to get to the playoffs than the Washington Wizards do. Hmm. So for me personally, it does go to also who you have on your team. I just mentioned Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill is out there helping w- Russell Westbrook as well. And I know that doesn't take into account – completely what they're doing as individuals because what Russell Westbrook is doing as individual is amazing, yes. But I'll have to give, I'm talking about the slightest of edges. I'm talking about this is like razor thin low. I give the razor thin edge to Steph Curry. You just mentioned it. He can shoot the ball anywhere on the basketball court. He is lethal with that shot. I mean, you have to start guarding this man from half court. And even then, he might shoot it <laughs> from three fourth lengths of the court. Mm-hmm. So, Steph Curry, what he's doing, he's revolutionizing the game as usual. And I have to give him the slight edge right now, as far as having the better season right now. This, I mean, low. You know, I don't think you understand. It's razor thin. <laughs> the edge I'm giving him to him, and he's he's been mentioned for MVP right. this year. Right. And I don't know why Russ hasn't been mentioned for MVP as much. I've heard some things about people saying that he's being hated on or that he's being disrespected. It's not so more, so much of a disrespect. It's just that, you know, the championship's come to account with Russell Westbrook. But Russell. I know it doesn't mean anything right now what we're saying right now. We're talking about this season. Yeah. Right now, I give the slight edge to Steph Curry. So my long roundabout way previously,
1: I had to ask myself, okay, if Russell Westbrook averaged 10 points a game, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's a triple-double, right? Let's say that was his triple-double throughout the season. How great of an impact is that for his team? Is that MVP-level performances? No. But that's also adding to his uh, his count with triple-doubles, right? So for me, my answer is also Steph Curry. And I think that margin for me is actually much bigger when you look at the impact on the game. Steph Curry has a greater impact on the game. He has a greater impact on the league. The fact that the Warriors are in the playoff hunt, whether they're the eight seed or they're playing in the in the uh, uh, what do you call it the play in tournament, the play in tournament that that's going to scare a lot of teams. Oh, you understand? You don't think they scare? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> the, the Lakers fa- don't want to see the Warriors. Absolutely. The so Lakers. you you don't want to see that? Steph already done it. He's been doing it. Um, he's performed in the playoffs. The guy's got rings. So yeah why wouldn't he have the be, be having the better season? I think players so are you, more star- you, you think it's a wider margin I then? think it's a wider margin okay. i think I think it's a wider margin the fact that he single-handedly can destroy some of these playoff teams right now because of Steph Curry and where that ball is going at any point in time. For me, that's, that's huge. You have to game plan a lot more, I feel, for Steph Curry and the things you can do. And even mm. with that, like, you can't, you can't stop him, right? Look, you can set up your defense, have to play full court press, and he can just, you know, shoot it from, uh, uh past the uh, half court line if he wants to, you know, and still make it and still have a, a great impact on the game. So yeah, for me, man,
0: I'm going with Steph Curry on this. Mm. So, let me give you Russell Westbrook's stats this season. He's averaging 22 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists a game. A little bit closer to 12 uh, rebounds and 12 assists a game. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry is averaging 32 points a game, 5.5 rebounds, and 5.7 assists a game. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's close. At the clip that he's scoring is Unbelievable. Um, Russell Westbrook is not scoring at that same clip, but you look at what he's doing as far as rebounding the ball and passing the ball, and he's doubling up what Steph Curry is doing. But there's a lot of there's a lot of um looking for the word I'm looking for. There's there's a lot of there's a lot to say about someone who can score like that and where he can score from. Cause we had a previous podcast where we we're talking about Steph Curry and could he quite possibly be the greatest point guard of all time. And he is not a point guard that you look at ideally like, you know, a, a Rajon Rondo, a Russell Westbrook, a Chris Paul that distributes the ball and facilitates the ball throughout right. the, the basketball right. court. But because of the way he spaces and because of the way he shoots, he gives other players opportunities to score without him necessarily passing them the ball. Exactly. So that's what makes him so great as a point guard. Right. And so that's where for me, especially for this season, What he's doing as far as shooting the three-pointer and spacing out the floor, he gets the slight edge low. Mm -hmm. I'm keep on saying razor thing because it's razor thing. Because I I love Russ. Mm -hmm. I love what Russ is doing. Russ for me is almost an ideal point guard. When I create a point guard on 2K, Mm -hmm. I play 2K a lot. When I play 2K and I'm creating ONY, he is basically Russell Westbrook. Right. Someone that can drive through the hole, dunk. Finish, distributes the ball, can also get his own rebounds. Three-point shot is not that great, mm-hmm. but it's good enough to scare you. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy I create on 2K. And I think he's almost the ideal point guard. But, Except for the scary three-point shot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It, it, look, Stephen A. Smith, when he had his critique on Russell Westbrook way back when, he critiqued his three-point shot. He thought that his three point shot should be a lot better. If his three point shot was at least, I forget the percentage, but if it was at least a little bit better, he would be, if not more Garbled than he is right now. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't hold that against Russ. Russ is having a ph- phenomenal, phenomenal year. And I, I give the, the razor thin edge to Steph Curry. Now, better season, who's a better point guard? I think we already answered, I've oh, already answered the question. Right now, I have to give the edge to Steph Curry as well as as being the better point guard. Mm -hmm. Just because of the way he spaces the floor and the threat of him having the basketball in his hands, what that does for other players on the floor and giving them free shots. So I still look at Steph Curry as being the the better point guard. But look, man, Russ is killing it, man. I I really hate to make this comparison because Russ is definitely killing it. And I feel like in Russ's career, to his detriment – He's never really had a, a real team built around him. He just has some people throwing he in it, here and there. When he was with Kevin Durant, that's not the Russ we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. That was Russ evolving into the Russ he sees now. Right. If Russell Westbrook, this Russell Westbrook, was playing with Kevin Durant right now, oh, that would be something special to watch. But it's unfortunate. But I don't think that he's had that complete team built around him. You don't think when he teamed up with Paul George that was an attempt to no, build a team? Around? It, was a, it was an attempt, but it wasn't. It wasn't that team was not necessarily built around Russell Westbrook. They they did not mesh well him and Paul George. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see that. He needs to have a lot of shooters okay. around him so that when he penetrates, he, he gets easy dishes. He makes it look easy right now, mm-hmm. but it's not as easy as it could be if he had that team built around him. So he needs to be on a team with shooters, right? More right. shooters, yeah. I mean, like you know, point blank shooters, yeah. Okay. Him and actually James Harden could have worked out. Right. It's just the system that they're running with D'Antoni. Didn't, I didn't like that system with, the, with those two. And they, they only, they only try out for one year. And they're like, oh, we're done. <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> do it over no
1: Well, I mean, I, I'm definitely not poo-pooing on, on Russ. I, I don't think he gets enough respect. Plus, with all the, you know, all the other stuff going on about him not making other people better. Look, the guy comes ready to play, and I appreciate that. The guy scores a ton of points. You know, he distributes the ball. You know, we may question whether he makes those around him better or, or, or whatnot. But, you know, yeah, for me, I mean, Steph is also the better, the better point
0: guard. Absolutely. Mm. All right. guess not too much debate about that, at least for right now. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about our last subject, uh, which we kind of touched on a little bit as far as the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, should they be worried about going into a play-in tournament? Right now, they are the seventh seed in the Western Conference. LeBron James was supposed to be coming back against Houston, but that's going to be delayed. He's not going to be back. They won a big time game against the New York Knicks the other night to kind of push forward to that sixth seed. But I think this team should be worried. Uh, Me and Chris talked about this a little bit on AfroVibes TV on New Channel Sports Show. But the Los Angeles Lakers and their injury. Issues is probably going to be a detriment to them getting to the finals. On our We Talk, who do we talk about last low? What team was that? I don't remember. The Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Hakeem. Yeah. Uh, came. Yeah, came. Yeah. They were the sixth seed, right? Yeah. The lowest seed ever to win a championship. One of the greatest runs in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Now the Lakers, who are a seventh seed right now, who are going to be more than likely, if they don't find a way to get out mm-hmm. of the 7th the through 10th seed, will be playing in a play-in tournament, they might be looking at a situation where they're going to try to be the lowest seed to ever win a championship. Now, when we talk about these injuries, these are injuries that are reoccurring injuries, injuries that don't go away just like that. Right. You know, Anthony Davis has the back spasms. That's big time. Oh, yeah. Whenever you have something going on with your back, we we know about this in Houston with Tracy oh, yeah. McGrady. Yeah. Later on in Tracy McGrady's career, he had back issues and those issues would not go away. Yeah. So that is something that's going to be a detriment to them getting back because the more games they play, the more likely is one of these issues flare up. And yeah. we're talking about LeBron James's ankle injury. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Ankle injuries, that's going to go away overnight either. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be another nagging issue that's going to continue to hinder him throughout the playoffs. Now, like I said on the TV show, I never bet against LeBron James. I won't bet against LeBron James like Tom Brady. I won't bet against him. But it's going to be highly, highly difficult for the Lakers to make a run to the championship if they don't find a way to get out of this play-in tournament. Even if they do find a way to get out of this play-in tournament, it's still going to be difficult for them to get through because these injuries are not going to go away. Mm -hmm. No,
1: they're they're not. Um, I don't like back injuries. Back no. injuries are not good. They they linger. They stay, and and it takes a while to, you know, it, it takes so much maintenance to get to a place where you can play on a consistent. And, and playing seven games in a series is 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 tough on the back. You know, with with not having too much rest in between. Let's not forget LeBron James. He, he's still a thirty six year old guy that mm. needs his feet. He needs his legs. And once you get an injury like that, you you need all the time that you you know that you can get uh, to recover. We already see that he opted to take a day off versus playing. I think uh, I think tonight or whatnot, because um, you needed more time to rest. Um, it, so this this is going to be tough. Um, is this going to be a situation where they could be you know the lowest seed ever to you know to win a championship or whatnot? I mean, it's, it's possible if we didn't have any of these injury concerns. But these are legitimate, real world concerns that are going on right now. And we were just talking about the Warriors being you know in the playoffs in the uh, in the the play-in tournament. The play-in tournament. There you go, Bruh, These the Lakers risk not making it. Right. They are risking not making it. So th- this is huge, man. I, this this is big. I mean, you went from this is a team that went from the fourth seed. They're now currently the seventh seed, right? I think at one point they were like a two seed, weren't they? At one uh, point, I don't it? think no, they were no, they, they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't. Okay. I think at one point they were probably third at the most. But okay. okay, you're talking about a seventh seed right now, um, two games above the Golden State Warriors. Um, you know, so and and that's the situation where I think they it's it's what is it one and done or, or best look, out of man, two or look, something like man. that. That's I don't care be what tough.
0: anybody says. Uh-huh. I don't care what LeBron says about firing somebody. I don't care what anybody says about the playing tournament. I love it. I love it because <laughs> look, look because essentially, let's just say the season ended today. Uh huh. The Lakers and the Warriors will be playing a game against one another, and the winner will be the seventh seed let me explain it real go, let's, go, say, let's say the Lakers lost. Right. Okay. They would lose. Golden State would be the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers would play the winner of the Memphis Grizzlies and mm-hmm. San Antonio Spurs for that eighth spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's must-see TV. So uh, I've been one of
1: the advocates against it because I thought it was stupid. <laughs> and, it just any, and it just didn't make any sense to give teams that didn't necessarily deserve it um, who hadn't done the work throughout the season however (laughs) however this is what i think about the lakers right now you know that that uh you know back in them old western movies remember old yeller yeah yeah yeah. remember old yeller great dog old yeller you know sing the song and all that stuff you know love the kids the kid you know little boy loved them and all that stuff old yeller had rabies (laughs) and uh and back then, there wasn't a cure for rabies. So, there wasn't no rabies shots or anything like that, right?
0: Spoiler alert for you ever seen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm
1: spoiling it right now. <laughs> so, what happens is, you know, kid uh, dog has rabies foaming at the mouth, you know, goes and attacks, you know, some, some like a kids or another dog or whatever, bear or whatnot. Um, gets rabies. And then guess what the kid's dad does? It's that old... Uh, Take the dog he out to the, the pasture. He found the cure for rabies. He didn't find the cure to right. rabies. That <laughs> didn't happen. Oh, well, you know what? He did. You're absolutely right. He found the cure to rabies by taking the dog out to the pasture and taking the dog out. Is that a cure? Lord. Okay. No, that was a cure. It's an immediate cure. So that's what I think what needs to happen right now with the Lakers. Okay. Um wow. they're they they're, they're injured. Um, they keep they continue to fall, and it might be time for the Golden State Warriors to uh to take, take them, to them out to, to the pasture. pasture. Exactly. And oh, just go ahead wow. and end their season. Wow. And allow these guys to rest and rehab Woo. and come back next year Woo. ready to go. Because right now you got a 36-year-old LeBron James whose feet are hurting. Mm-hmm. You, got a back, you got back issues with, uh, with, with, with Anthony Davis, right? This team right now just needs rest and recovery. I've been saying, I'm not interested, nor do I, would I be concerned, if the Lakers didn't win a championship this year. You just won a championship five months ago. You understand? Right. This is already a really grueling season. Right, These guys haven't had – you're playing a game every other night. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is a tough year. You won your championship, rest, recover, come back and win one next year. Mm. I'm not interested in the Lakers winning a championship this year. So, Golden State, go ahead and take care of your business. Mm. Take care of your business. So, right now, as we speak, yeah, I'm for the play-in tournament. I'm for it. In fact, it's fun. You enlighten me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be interesting to see what Golden State how – many, how many chances, how many opportunities can Golden State ruin for somebody else? Mm. i like to see what Golden State and Steph Curry will, 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 will do against Utah. Let's see what they do if they get a chance to play the L.A. Clippers or the Denver Nuggets. That'll be really
0: interesting. Well, I mean, that, that's part of the whole playoff run. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You pretty much answered my, my next question. Well, what's that? Because I'm, I'm asking you, are you taking the Lakers or the field? To go to the finals, and you're pretty much saying you're taking the field right I'm now. Taking, I'm taking everybody except for the Lakers. Wow!
1: If if once again, if LeBron James is healthy, completely, we ain't got no, no ankle issues, no foot issues, nothing like that. He can run up and down the court at full speed without taking time off. I'm cool with it. If Anthony Davis, Davis' back issues don't flare up, he doesn't have to miss time on important games. And you, you let's say the Lakers are three and three, and then guess what? Uh, in the playoff in the playoff series, and then Anthony Davis can't play because his back and flared up. You're gonna leave it to 36 year old LeBron.
0: Hey man, I never bet against LeBron I, with I, with bad ankles. He did say that he'll never be a hundred percent again. It's gonna be tough to be so, on
1: even ninety percent with this situation right here. So that's true, bro.
0: I'll have to go with you on this one based on what I'm seeing. I will have to go with the field as well. I like the Clippers. I like the Phoenix Suns. I like those teams as far as what they're able to do, their chemistry. If they're playing a series against the Lakers, I don't see the Lakers advancing if they're not healthy. I just can't see it. And it's not just about being healthy. It's about getting that chemistry back because the Clippers have chemistry now. They're building chemistry because their team is healthy. Mm -hmm. Phoenix is building more chemistry because their team is healthy. Mm -hmm. right? The Lakers have to build chemistry with one another because they're hurt right now. They can't play one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once it comes playoff time, it's gonna be too late to build that chemistry. You know, if if for me,
1: if I'm any one of these teams in playoff contention, I'm looking my chops because I'm like, oh, they, they I, I, I'm be. playing. I'm playing. the Opportunity. Yeah, because if you want if you want to beat the Lakers over, you're gonna have to be physical with these guys. Mm-hmm. These guys are injured. Your star players are injured. I, I'm. I'm. You don't have chemistry. Um, we don't know. You know what the what the uh how how in shape these guys are in terms of just being fully able to play in an elite at an elite level. I'm playing physical with you guys. You know, I'm playing physical. I might not be the best player, but I'm coming in, I'm putting my body on you. You're gonna work for every single shot, every single drive. Um, and I'm gonna take it's gonna take a toll on you. So by the time we get to game four and five, you you've you've run out of gas.
0: Oh, mm. well, it should be interesting. Absolutely. I, I'll go ahead and take the field on this one. But that's just because LeBron is not 100%. Once he gets 100%, I have every single right to change my mind because, like I said, I don't bet against LeBron James. All right. Good stuff, Lo. You brought, you brought the heat today talking about taking the Lakers out back to pasture so Steph Curry can shoot that three <laughs> take them out their misery. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to this podcast, or even if it's not your first time listening to this podcast, make sure you subscribe. All right. We do this for our fans. We do this for our listeners. We're trying to get better and better each episode. Please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. Check out our website, newchannelsports.net, new channel spelled N-U-Channel Sports. Subscribe and follow us on Podbean because in the future, we're going to have the opportunity for you listeners to interact with us and discuss sports sports topics with us in one of our future episodes so please subscribe to our pod beam subscribe to our youtube follow us on twitter subscribe to everything that we have all right check us out on afro vibes tv we mentioned that a couple of times as well the new channel sports show on afro vibes tv download that roku app it has been a pleasure this has been the one and only o joined by big low Until next time. You got anything else to say Lo? If I can say anything else? No, I was just gonna say peace out. Y'all take it easy. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.